welcome to the Best of the Left podcast, with clips today from not a single goddamn show. It's just me this time, and I apologize in advance. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Let me just first say that if this is the first time that you're tuning into the Best of the Left podcast, please just turn it off now. This is not what this show sounds like. Go back. There's about 84 other shows in the feed and more in the archives at bestofleftpodcast.com. Go, enjoy, listen to anyone you like. You'll fall head over heels in love with every single episode, but not this one. I I don't usually talk any more than I can avoid, and I fear that I will need a, uh, a lozenge by the time I'm done today, because I have some announcements to make, some discussions to have, um, and of course by discussions I mean talking to myself and then letting you listen in on the show, and... Um, uh, and we've we've got some ground to cover, so we'll we'll go ahead and get started with that. I have an announcement to make. It's good news and bad news and medium news. And as I was thinking, kind of all this week about how to talk about this, how to how to bring it up, I wondered which which do you want first, the good news or the bad news? And just so happens, I was listening to. Political talk show, and they were talking about this, and they said everybody always says they want the bad news first, because then you have the good news to look forward to, to soften the blow, so to speak. And I thought, well, that makes all the sense in the world, so that's what I'll do. Bad news first. Um, first, let me say uh, I don't want anybody listening to this show uh, while operating heavy machinery. Um, please, if you're handling any um, sharp objects, please put them down, set them aside. I don't, I don't want any injuries caused from from anything I'm about to say. So, the bad news, first of all, is that the best of the left is going on an extended hiatus, uh, by which I mean I don't know when it's going to come back. No, just, what did I just put down the razor blades and roll your sleeves back down? What did I just say about sharp objects? Please, this is no time for rash thinking. You haven't even heard the good news yet. (sighs) The times we're living in are dangerous enough as it is. We don't need to be losing people to rash thinking and and reactionary impulses. We need to keep a level mind and work through this together. So, what has happened is um, I have I've blown a bit of a fuse, and I I've always had fears that this day would come, but. Uh, I, I had I had plans to compensate for for the these circumstances, and uh, and and I had plans to implement these plans, and I thought everything would be okay. And then this last week or so, uh, you know, we've been in the news doldrums of summer, and. Uh, something just switched in me, and all of a sudden, not really so much all of a sudden, but um, but but definitely this week, it it something went off, something clicked, uh, my my fuse blew, and uh, the the podcast, the best of the left, it it made the full transition from hobby to job, and. As any podcaster out there knows, when your podcast makes that transition, that's the time to hang it up or give it a rest or 
something to that effect. Uh, this was not my intention. It was not to quit cold turkey and give you no warning. It was not my intention to do, and yet that is what has happened. Uh, although, hopefully, you didn't notice any, uh, any lacking in the quality of the show as of late. Um, but what you didn't know is what I knew about the behind-the-scenes works. And I, I tell you, in all honesty, the quality of the show was about to tank. I mean, things were going downhill quickly. And, uh, and, and so I'm, the position I'm in, I'm not capable of producing the show right now. I have no clips ready to go. Uh, music, everything has fallen behind. Um, I, I mean, and that's about all there is to the show. So there, there's not much, not, not really much I can do about it. But so what happened was this week, uh, the political podcast that I usually listen to, um, they became painful to listen to. There's not much going on. There's the Katrina coverage and the 9-11 run-up, and uh, it, it, it quickly became unbearable, and so I stopped. I, I stopped listening to political podcasts. I made the decision uh, early this week. Um, I'm, I'm recording this on Friday. I'm thinking maybe even just last weekend, maybe Monday or Tuesday. I said, all right, yeah, this is going to be it. This will this uh, have to do it for now. So I had, I had all the shows, you know, there was a show posted yesterday. I had that, I had everything up to that was all set. It was all, I mean, it's all good to go. So I said, well, that'll just be it. And then I'll make the announcement, uh, on the weekend, which is now. Um, so this, this is still the bad news. We haven't gotten to the good news yet. So just hold tight. Um, so that, I mean, in a nutshell, that's what's happened. That's why they're, you know, I'm, uh, I mean, maybe there's a lot going on. I, I mean, I, if you, um, if you're curious, if you sent me an email anytime in like the last month or so, uh, I mean, especially if you wrote like asking a question or anything that kind of explicitly and reasonably expected a response uh, if you didn't get a response, now you know why. Uh, the pretty, you know, pretty much everything in the production schedule of the show, um, it was kind of like um, you know, log rolling or something. And I got running, and I started falling behind and falling behind, and the log kept spinning faster and faster, and I'm about to fall in the water, and it's really hard to put on the brakes unless you just put on the brakes. So, um, anyways, that's, that's just kind of the, the breakdown of, of what's been happening. And so, I don't know, maybe there's more, there's probably something I'm forgetting to say, but let's move on to the future and what's going to be happening. And I would like to start explaining this by way of a story because I know you guys love my stories. I actually don't know that. No one's ever written in to say they love my stories. Uh, I just assume. So, let me just uh, establish my liberal credentials once again, in case any of you were in doubt. I'll tell you a story of something that happened, I'm, I want to say, four years ago. And so you have to imagine me, I'm 19 years old at the time, um, just having had my political awakening very recently, and I am driving home from my job. I, it's the middle of the day, I work at a coffee shop, and I'm, I'm driving home from the coffee shop after my shift, it's like noon, because I got there at 6 in the morning, and... Uh, I'm, I'm driving along this, uh, a very main thoroughfare in my town. It's the same street I've driven on 
every day for months, going to the same job, and all of a sudden I, I see the construction has, has started, and there's an intersection that has always been there, but it's never been a regulated intersection. Uh, it's, you know, just one main street with two side streets coming in off of it. And so, so what they've started doing is they've started building a stoplight for this intersection. They're going to make it a four-way stop intersection. And as I'm driving up to it, I see a big orange sign that says, your half-cent tax at work. And that gets me thinking about taxes. And this is where I come to the point of the story where I prove what a ridiculous flaming liberal I am. Seeing that sign that says your half-cent taxes at work, with the obvious implication being that it's costing me half of one cent to have them build a new four-way intersection with stoplights. And this inspires me so much that I go home and write the only letter to the editor that I've ever had published in a paper. It was published in the Sacramento Bee. And um, basically, I tell the story of driving home from work, seeing a sign that says your half-cent tax at work, and I see that it's costing me a half a cent to have a brand new intersection built that will provide uh, easy access to the road from the side streets where you would often see cars lined up, unable to enter the flow of traffic because the flow of traffic was too fast, and so people would get backed up, and also uh, kids trying to cross the street. And so they decided, obviously, to make it a stop sign, a stop light. And so I tell the story about how I have now realized that the way our society works is that when we pay taxes, it actually goes to, you know, provide valuable services that we as a society need and that we get together and decide what we need and then we go do it. That's, at least that's the way it's supposed to work. And I explain, you know, it's not like I wouldn't mind having my half cent back. I mean, I could go and buy an eighth of a piece of gum with that. But given the circumstances, maybe I don't mind so much that I give away my half cent because others will be better off for it and as long as I'm not the only one giving a half cent, I feel like that's a legitimate use as long as everyone else in my, in my situation, being everyone else living in California, had to pay a half cent as well to build that stoplight, then I feel okay about that. We all get together, we all pitch in, and look at that, something good happens. Of course, I was always irritated that there was a stoplight now because it took me, you know, an extra 25 seconds sometimes to get home every day from work, but um, I didn't have that job much longer anyways, so it all worked out. So your half-cent tax at work, that's the, the theme of today's show, um, because I, I titled it that for a reason. That is the future of the Best of the Left podcast. This is, uh, it's, it's going to become a community venture if it is to survive. And I will say, this is not a new idea. There were people a long time ago who foresaw this problem. Um, in fact, let's go ahead, I'm going to, I'm going to pause for a second and we're going to go back in time and listen to a, a, a young visionary who, uh, who saw that this day may come and, and what could be done about it, what could be done to prevent it, uh, prolong it, 
anyways, I, I think you'll get the idea. Uh, as you listen to this clip, uh, ignore anything having to do with a phone number. There is no phone, phone number. It no longer exists. I will tastefully edit out the old phone number so that no one calls and, and happens to reach a, a random person who doesn't know who you are or, or why you're calling. So, as of the end of this sentence, we'll be going back in time. Hi everybody, thanks for finding the show. This is the introductory episode of the Best of the Left podcast, and my name's Jay. I'm making this episode just to give everyone an idea of what this show is all about and to kind of lay the groundwork for what my mission statement is and what my hopes are for the future of the show. I plan to make this a best of liberal radio show, basically. And, you know, because there's so much out there and, you know, liberal radio, although nearly non-existent, at, you know, certainly at the beginning of the Bush administration, is now growing at, at a pretty rapid rate, and, and there's too much out there for anyone to listen to on their own. So what I would like to do is basically make a clip show that will run hopefully two to three times weekly and just be a commute-length show that'll bring you the best of what, I, what you missed. Even if you were listening to talk radio, you're always going to miss something. So this will hopefully bring you just a little bit of some of the best of whatever you missed. Now, of course, this is an entirely impossible feat to take on for only one person. So the secondary part of my vision for the show is to create a community of listeners and contributors that will, you know, I assume if you like my show, then you're probably going to be listening to talk radio anyways, whether on your drive home or maybe through the computer or the radio at work or while at home, who knows. And so what I would like is to, and I will provide a couple of different ways to contact me and whenever you're listening to the radio and you hear something you like, just give me a call or an email and let me know what you're listening to. And whenever possible, I will find those clips, paste them all together, and make a show out of it. The end result of which will be a show that hopefully you will not only enjoy listening to, but it'll be a convenient uh, little bit of media to pass around to friends and, you know, the old, you've got to hear this conversation will, will be much easier when there's a place to go find the stuff quickly. And not to mention giving it to your conservative friends, neighbors, or coworkers who just don't believe for a second that anything that you're listening to on liberal radio could be true in the least you can give this to them and say, just check this out, and that'll be a lot easier than saying, oh, you know, j turn on Air America. Because, you know, sometimes someone's talking on Air America, or maybe a caller is calling in, and maybe they really are spewing a bunch of ridiculous bullshit, which will just turn them off even more. So do me, yourself, and I think your country a favor by just doing your small part to help me make this show work and spread the word about it. So all you have to do is write down this number. Or you can email me at hippiesympathizer at gmail.com. My website is also www.hippiesympathizer.com and you can go there and you can find the links to all of the shows uh, in this feed, and I'll also have another feed up there, which is basically uh, an audio blog of mine. So give this a shot. I know it's a little bit more than most podcast hosts 
would ask of their listeners. But really, it's an amazingly easy thing to ask because I know what it's like to listen to talk radio. And when you hear something you love, the first thing that goes through your mind is you want to tell someone about it. So maybe I'm really just doing you a favor and I'm giving you somewhere to call. You know, you're driving in the car, you hear something great, you stand up, you cheer. Well, you don't stand up if you're driving, but you cheer and then you reach for your phone, call all your friends and tell them and call me and tell me about it. And then, you know, that'll just help more people find out about what you just heard. And it'll create this great community of listeners and contributors who all like liberal talk radio. And maybe we'll actually be able to make a little bit of a difference and, you know, not just entertain people, but educate a few people along the way. So one last time, my email address is hippiesympathizer at gmail.com. And you can reach my voicemail line to tell me about what you're listening to at Just put that in your phone, and when you're listening to the radio, just keep me in mind. And when you hear something great, give me a call, and I'll do my best to find that clip and put it up on the show for you. So once again, thanks for finding the show. I hope you check it out. This is not by any means a normal episode. It'll be 95% professional liberal talk radio clips from here on out. And I hope you enjoy it and tell all your friends about it. So I hope to hear from you soon, and I will be speaking to you all later. Here we are, back in modern times again. I, so I admit, I, I tried to fool you a little bit. There was uh, not so much of a uh, young visionary, so much as it was just me uh, you know, one one could be argued, one and one and the same. But anyways, uh, so that was me speaking to uh, you know all of the theoretical yous out there um, before the very first Best of the Left podcast was ever produced, and that was my vision for the show, which, frankly, I thought to be a flawless idea. I thought it would be brilliant i i love the idea of you know the community of liberal activists coming together to make a show rather than the flow of information always be in one direction you know sometimes i feel like the the mother bird who's regurgitating all of the uh, yummy nutrients into the yapping mouths of all the the really ugly you know, baby birds that I've never found cute for whatever reason. I mean, maybe it depends on the species, but, uh, and, but then when they're, you know, eating the vomit for their sustenance, I mean, I have no interest in that at all. And so my hope has always been that this would be a community effort to build this show. I'd kind of be the, the point man. I, I kind of do the work the hands-on work, but I always hoped that uh, that the idea would catch on that I wouldn't have to actually collect all, all of the, the shows. I mean, A, um, it takes a ridiculously uh, large amount of time of listening to all of the, the necessary shows to gather enough really exceptional clips to, to create you know, a, a 40 minute show five days a week. And, um, and one day soon, hopefully, uh, it will come time that I will be, uh, not just, uh, tired of doing it, but actually unable, you know, my, if my, if my position in life changes, uh, at all, as I hope it will, uh, I, I will theoretically have no time to, to, do all of the uh, production work that that goes into this show. So what it comes down to is imposing a half cent tax on all of my listeners. See, the problem with the idea before is I didn't have any listeners. So it was a great idea. 
It's just that there was nobody actually listening to the words that I was saying. So maybe you would have all thought it was a great idea then, but you didn't know that I existed. So what are you going to do? I changed my plan. I said, okay, I get it. It's a good idea. I'll stick with it. I'll buckle down. I will bust my ass until I feel like there's an audience out there who's going to be willing to help me out. So, you know, once people have been listening long enough, hopefully I will have uh, proven myself, earned your respect, um, and, and earned your work, basically, or, or earned some effort out of you. And, and so I hope that that time has come. I hope that I've done that. Uh, I have been working at this very hard for a very long time, about seven months, uh, almost to the day. In fact, uh, exactly seven months to the day. And um, actually, that could be wrong. It could be eight months. February to September. February, the beginning of February to the beginning of September. We'll call it eight months just to be safe. And and so now is the time that I, uh, I'm going to ask you to pick up some of the slack uh, that, uh, well, that I have let become slack. Uh, my original plan was for this to be a smooth transition. I would be making this type of announcement in mid-production uh, cycle, but as I previously explained, uh, my fuse blew, and I decided it would be better actually to take some time off, uh, get everything reorganized, reset, revamped, uh, improved, and then come back full force better than ever. And and it, and it really all depends on you. Uh, of course, times have changed. As you heard me uh, talk, uh, my original idea was to uh, have a phone number so that no matter where you were, when you were listening to the radio, you could uh, call a hotline, essentially, and tell me what the show was, what the date was, and what time you were listening. Uh, that doesn't work. It um, it It almost completely defeats the purpose of um, trying to save myself work. Uh, what ends up happening is if you call and say there's a, a great clip, it was at 745, uh, it was, I was listening to Rachel Maddow, and uh, it, was, it was, you know, September 3rd at 745 in the morning. First of all, I don't know your time zone. And if I did, that would be one extra calculation to do. And secondly, I get all of my clips from podcasts, and podcasts don't have commercials. And so uh, even if I could figure out what time Rachel Maddow started, what time zone you were in, uh, and if I thought, well, 7.45 is three quarters of the way through the show, uh, that's pretty iffy. And, uh, and then I go and find the clip and I, maybe I don't know what you're talking about and I'm not sure what I'm clip. It's a disaster. It, not even close to worth it. So the phone number went by the wayside and besides it cost money and no one was calling because no one was listening. So that was, that was that. Uh, so what I'm asking is that you can do one of three things and I will... Let's see, I guess I will describe them in order of, uh, from what I think you are less likely to do, to the thing that I think you are most likely to do. Uh, The thing that you are least likely to do is something that I didn't even think of. It was brought to me by a listener, and I thought, well, that's really, uh, uh... well, I don't want to say anything mean. I mean, it's very well-intentioned. I kind of thought, well, that's absurd. It just, what, people won't do it. Like, yeah, that's a great idea. There's no way it's going to work. 
his idea was that if there were any time that I wanted to take a day off, uh, what if a listener wanted to make a show for me? You know, it, I got plenty of talented listeners out there. All of you listen to political talk radio. Um, it's not rocket science. Anyone could do it. It's if you're listening to what you're listening to, you find the clip you like, you make notes, you come back, you open up the editing software, you import all the shows, you edit out the clips, you put it together, you find some music you like, and you're done. Um, so you could do that. I'm just throwing it out there. It, it's a suggestion. It's an option. I, I, I don't expect it to work, but I figure it doesn't harm anyone to mention it. So, so there's that option. And I, I'm totally open to that. If you're interested in doing something like that, you can send me an email and, and, and tell me you'd, you'd like to uh, be on the staff in, in that way. The, uh, the second most likely thing that I think that you could do is a bit in the same vein. If you're uh, a little bit techno-savvy, if you've got some editing software, if you're interested in being a little extra proactive, um, you could find some clips you like and actually clip them for me, clip them out and send them to me. And that would be wonderful. I mean, I, uh, I just gave myself chills thinking about how fun this show would be to produce and, and how just ridiculously easy my life would be if I had a crew of people who would uh, listen to their shows, find outstanding clips, uh, go home, edit them out, and email them to me so that I could just take the clips, paste them in a show, and be done. I mean, uh, my my weekends, w uh, it would transform my life. I can't even describe. So anyways, if you haven't gotten the idea, that is uh, that would be my number one choice for, for things that you could do. But it's not for everyone. There's no way. I mean, it's maybe 1% of you have the type of software. And, I mean, that that alone, well, that's not true because a lot of you own Macs and Macs come with GarageBand. That's what I use. So anyone owning a Mac could theoretically do it. But, you know, you, you see what I'm saying. It, it's not for everyone. It's just not. Now, here's the thing. Here's what everybody can do. It's the easiest thing in the world. You don't need any knowledge of anything at all. Just the motivation to help the show, help me, lighten my load, uh, and, and do exactly what I described on January 30th of this year before I ever started making the show, is when you're listening to something that you like and you think it deserves a place on the best of the left, all you have to do is make a note. And this goes for podcast listeners, which you all are. And it doesn't work with the radio because it's a giant pain in the ass. But podcast listeners, you hear something you like, you got a clip anywhere between 1, 10, 12 minutes long, 8 minutes is premium. You find a clip you like, you write down the name of the show, the date of the show, if there's an hour, you know, just like, for instance, Ring of Fire, for whatever reason, it comes in two parts every week, part one, part two. You know, make a note of that if that's the case. And then write down the actual times that you like. You know, 12 minutes, 37 seconds through, you know, I don't know, 20 minutes, 10 seconds. And... If if I had that information right there, that's all I would need. I could go and find the show. And here here's the key. Uh, let me describe my weekend for you. I have five tags that I've collected throughout the week. Five tags with notes from all the shows that I pull clips from. I take these five tags one by one. And and I, I have written on them the name of the show, the date, but instead of the range of you know the time, the start and stop times, I just have 
one time listed, as in, at this time during the show, there is a segment in process that you should use. And the reason I do that is because um, it's the way I listen to the shows, it's very difficult to, uh, you know, maneuver my iPod around. I've got it in my pocket. I'm moving around. I'm trying to go quickly. I'm doing my job, that sort of thing. And it's it it becomes cumbersome, and I just I just don't do it. I could I'd have to rewind, I'd have to fast forward, find the beginning, find the end, and I just I trust myself to do it later. I say because I'm not sure where it would be, but you see, it would take a long time for me to do that every time I find a clip. But all I'm asking from each of you is. To do it once. See, that's the difference between one person having to pay thousands of dollars to erect a stoplight and everybody in California having to pay a half a cent. All I'm asking from you is a half a cent. So if I had that much information with the actual range, I could sit down and practically mindlessly clip these segments out. As it is now, it is a very labor-intensive uh, process to do because I actually have to listen to all of the, all of the clips as as I clip them and um, you know as great as the clips are by the time I've heard them three or four times it's you know I'm, it's getting old I'm tr I'm trying to find the perfect place to, you know where where's the best place to start where's the best place to end it it ends up taking a long time and then I and the computer has to do its thing and, and that's inevitable but. Uh, well, I mean, it's not inevitable if you send me the clips, because then your computer does the whole thing and, and not mine. It's I don't have the fastest computer in the world, so the processing of, you know, clip this, now convert, convert, convert for 10 minutes, that sort of thing, that takes a long time. That's uh, So that that's what I have to deal with. And um, if if we could just disperse this work among all of us, uh, not only would this show be easier for me to produce, I mean, I'm pretty selfish, so that's kind of, that's where I'm coming from, is I'm looking for this to be easy for me, but it, it would be better, because I only, I mean, it's, it's one of the most frequent, uh, requests is, actually, that's not true at all, I, I, I've gotten this request once in, like, the last six months, from olden days, it was it was more of a request that um, there be more variety, and I just can't do it. I can't physically listen to more than I listen to, and I can't possibly bring you more variety because I don't listen to anything else. And and so I mean, if you've been listening for a while, you kind of know which shows are the backbone of the show and which shows, uh, you know, get interspersed among the group. Um, and that's just how it is. The shows that I listen to the most are the shows that get the most clips. And, you know, my show ends up being the show that I want to listen to, but only to a certain extent. You know, I'd like to have more clips of, of other people that I don't get to listen to, but it's just, it it can't be done. So... It's the best I can do with what I've got. But if I've got my whole audience scouting for me, then I, I, could, I would be able to end up with more information than could be used, which means that I would actually get to pick, you know, some stuff, even though it's good, it wouldn't be good enough because everything else is just fantastic. And then every clip for the show would end up being fantastic. Um, and not only that, I'd get to listen to it. You see, think about that for a second. You know how jealous I am of all you people? I went about creating the podcast that I wanted to hear. I did it, and now I'm the only person on the planet who doesn't get to listen to it and enjoy it anyways. Because... I, I, I'm, I watched the sausage get made 
and it just does you know, it does, I can listen, and it's nice, but it's like, oh yeah, I remember when I heard it the first time. Meh. And that's sad, you know? So I think it, it would still be like, it, it would be like that, it would still be like that, but to a much lesser extent. I wouldn't be so familiar with all of it. I wouldn't have heard them ten times each and and had it all put together and like practically memorized what what was going into the show. And so that I could actually become a fan of my own show, which is what I, uh, which has been my dream from the from the very beginning. I said I would be. I didn't say this uh, to on the show. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I did. I said a lot of things that I don't remember. But I said I could be a listener of my own show, and it'd be fantastic. So that's the plan. What do you guys say? I want to create a community around this show of listeners and contributors and it doesn't take much from anybody but it takes a little bit from everybody and we in this community just as we as taxpayers come together give a little from ourselves to create a greater good for everyone and we will create the best podcast the world has ever seen. And not only that, it will be sustainable. Isn't that what we're all about? I mean, we talk about sustainable energy, sustainable buildings, sustainable farming, all of these things. How ironic then that I can't even produce a sustainable podcast as it is. I could. I mean, I could slack way off and do two shows a week and have them not be very good. Um, but then no one would listen. And um, I don't think anybody wants that. Uh, but as, as it is now, this is not a sustainable podcast. As I said, this is an entirely impossible task for one person to take on. Uh, I've done it by, you know, neglecting friends, family, you know, sleep, work, all those things have gone down the tubes. Uh, not really, but a little bit. Um, and and so from this point on, I would like to be able to transition to the point where I could, you know, lead a relatively normal life. Uh, if I get a new job that doesn't allow me to listen to shows as much as I have been, that wouldn't uh, put a, a screeching halt to the show. And, um, and I'd actually get to listen to the shows that I want to listen to. I mean, before I started doing this show, uh, it will probably not surprise many of you to hear that I listened to the Young Turks and Rachel Maddow and almost nothing else. I, I mean, like I listened to those two and then a bunch of other non-political crap, uh, which I love, you know, I, I love all that other, other stuff. And, but all that other stuff has pretty much gone down the tubes because, I do like nine hours of all politics every day now, uh, except for this last week when I said I'm not listening to politics, and it's been bliss. Like, like I went and it was my birthday, and I got a, a ice cream cake from Baskin Robbins and got to eat the whole thing myself. That's what this week has been like, because it's been nothing but everything I want to listen to. You know, the whole premise of podcasting is based around hedonism. It's you get what you want, when you want, as much as you want, and anything you don't want, you, you don't have to put up with it. You, um, I, I just got an email and it distracted me. Um, you know, you, uh, even if there's a, a portion of a show that you don't like, you just fast forward through it. I mean, it's. It, I, I said it a couple of days ago. These are amazing times we're living in as far as uh, media consumption goes. And I would very much like to uh, be a part of that world again where I really get to listen to nothing but exactly what I want to listen to. And uh, given my own choice, I would listen to far less uh, politics than I do now. Um, I, I'm. I'm. You know, because you get burnt out. I mean, 
what are you going to do? Nine hours of politics a day, five days a week for eight months. Um, you know, maybe I should have seen this coming. <laughs> um, so to start to bring this to a bit of a close, uh, for God's sakes, don't unsubscribe. I'm coming back. Uh, if, if you've ever had any doubt, I've said it before, I really do enjoy uh, making this podcast. I, I think it's important. I think uh, I've, I've said this. Uh, I don't know if I've said it on the show. I've said it to my friends and family. I'm more proud of this podcast than anything I've ever done in my life. And that's not an exaggeration. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, how I feel about going on a hiatus and uh, whether I'm coming back or not. Uh, a couple of days ago, I asked you guys to uh, send in stories of how you listen to this show or any other show, um, and just how do how do podcasts come into your life? And what I expected was a lot of what I got. The you know I I always listen to podcasts while I walk my dog, while I work, while I work out, uh, while I do my mindless job, whatever it is. I, I was expecting that. What I didn't expect so much, um, not not to the extent that it came, was the overwhelming. Uh, I mean, I, I don't even know how to describe um, the, the amazingly nice things that you guys have said about the show, and and reading those emails. It's, I mean. I, Trust me, I was planning on asking that question anyways before I thought about going on hiatus. So I was going to ask the question and everything was going to be fine. Then I asked a question and I realized, oh, you know, I'm asking this and then I'm going to say like, all right, well, thanks for all the kind words. See you later. And I, it felt awful. But as I was reading all these emails, just, you know, how much you appreciate the show, how much it means to you, how much it's become a part of your life. And they were amazing to read. I mean, they still are, they're still coming in. Uh, they're amazing and I love them. And I felt terrible thinking to myself. I mean, one person even said, I hope, you know, I hope you never get burnt out, out on this. And I thought, Oh, geez too late, but thanks for the sentiment. And, um, so, you know, it's, it's kind of excruciating. Like, you know, when people actually say, uh, you know, I get bummed out when you don't upload a show, it makes me think this, it's going to be rough. I mean, I, but of course I, I kind of straighten myself out. think, well, I'm, I'm putting too much on it. I mean, like, Life will go on. If I quit forever and none of you ever heard from me again, life would go on. Let's get real. I'm, I'm not, I'm not uh, giving myself more credit than I really deserve. But you know, I I love the show. I think it's an, an important uh, tool uh, for us as a community to have at our disposal. Uh, it makes no difference that I happen to be the one who produces it. It's it's uh, if if anyone else in the world did it, it would be the same valuable tool to all of us. And so I, I just wanted to express my gratitude to all of you for the kind words and the promise that I will be back. Um, I'll probably be posting a few uh, archived episodes as encores, just things that I think are relevant again uh, for all of you new listeners uh, check those out and, um, you know, it, it's old stuff, but it, I guess it was something that I thought was good enough to bring back up again. Um, I'm not going to be on any schedule. I'm not making any promises. Uh, I'm not putting any restrictions on myself, uh, in the hopes that my stress level will appropriately recede and allow me to come back at the time of my choosing and uh, not until I am really ready to do it and the show is ready and 
everything else along with it is ready. So I would just ask that you, you know, I, I, I know that you guys understand. I don't have to like, I don't have to beg you guys to understand because you're all smart. You, you, you hear what I'm saying. You already understand. What I'm going to ask is that the people who've written uh, are, I imagine, are representative of many who have not written. I will ask that you change your perspective from uh, I'm disappointed on the days that you don't upload a show to I'm happily surprised on the days that you do upload a show. Uh, create, create the positive because uh, even when I do come back, I am <laughs> I'm absolutely making no promises that it's going to be five days a week again. I don't know what it's going to be. I'll have to see what happens, how things kind of um, get sussed out. But uh, I, I would I would ask, you know, if there's one thing that I've learned from George Bush, it's uh, the key is lowered expectations. And so that's what I'm asking from you guys is to lower your expectations for the show and just be pleasantly surprised when a show comes along. That way I don't have to be racked with guilt on the days that... Uh, I'm not able to produce a show. So I will warn you that uh, there will be some things going into the feed. Uh, there are some projects I've got in mind. Nothing is concrete at all. Um, as I said, I think at the very least I'll post some Encore episodes because I'm afraid that if iTunes catches wind that I haven't updated the feed in a while... They may uh, revoke my featured listing uh, on their news and politics section, so I want to keep them in the dark on that, that uh, even if there aren't new shows coming, at least maybe their sensors will pick up that there's still activity, and, and they'll keep me at that uh, prestigious placement, which I'm utterly grateful for. I, I just don't know who to thank. So uh, there will be some things going into the feed. I will warn you, if you are, um, I mean, you're the minority, but it, there's a substantial number of you who I believe do not subscribe to the show. You only uh, go to the website and download them manually. First of all, I recommend uh, high upon high that you um, subscribe to the feed. You don't have to have iTunes to subscribe to podcasts. Go to the website. Uh, there's a, a link that says uh, subscribe to the RSS feed. I don't know what it says. Subscribe using something other than iTunes. It says subscribe to, with iTunes or subscribe with something else. If you click the subscribe with something else, one of two things will happen. You will either go to a website that is produced by FeedBurner. They're uh, an online company that um, kind of manages podcast feeds and other feeds, you know, blogs, uh, things like that. So you will either go there or you, if you have the certain kind of uh, browser that has like a built-in RSS reader, you might get some funky, it, it might give you the list of shows, something will happen. Uh, I would recommend using a different browser. Uh, for instance, I use a Mac. If I use Safari... I get the built-in RSS reader. If I go to Firefox, I get the, the feed burner page. So if you don't know how to, uh, uh, you know, how to, how to subscribe to a feed, I recommend using the appropriate browser, clicking the link to subscribe, and there will be lots of buttons there. And it, it, it's the list of options of ways to subscribe and... Um, but also kind of an explanation, like there are some links that'll give you information on how to subscribe, what what does it mean to subscribe, what kind of software do you need, where can you get it. All those questions can be answered by the professionals on the website, which is much better that you do it that way than by me talking about it on, on the show. Um, if all else fails, if you... 
absolutely don't want to subscribe for whatever reason, if you're dead set on going to the website and manually getting each show, uh, first of all, you're going to have a little bit of a hard time keeping track because it's not going to be on a regular schedule anymore. So uh, I, you know, trust yourself to go and check regularly. I would appreciate if I don't lose any listeners during this transition. Um, if you want the website that you can go to, to uh, that is the, um, it's the root website for the actual feed where you can go to get every show that's in the feed, even if it doesn't show up on the website, on the best of the left, uh, if there's, even if a show, if a show is posted and I don't post show notes about it, which may not make sense to you now, but I think it will when these things start happen happening, uh, if they start happening, uh, write me an email, tell me that's your situation, and I will give you the link to the website that is not linked anywhere on my website for any reason, because it it's like, uh, you know, it, it, it's like letting you in the employee's entrance. There's no reason you'd ever want to go back there. Uh, it's ugly and not kempt at all. It's just the necessary uh, underbelly, let's say. And you can go there to access the files in the feed if that's what you would like to do. So if, uh, if you are dead set against subscribing, send me an email and I'll help you out. Otherwise, just subscribe because then you get the shows delivered right to you you know, automatically. That's the magic of podcasting if you hadn't caught on yet. That's, uh, that's what this is all about. Um, I've talked for almost an hour and I don't need a throat lozenge and I'm stunned. I really am. I have never talked, uh, anywhere for this long. I mean, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I started the show that I started uh, because I didn't want to talk. I thought, well, I'll just have other people talk for me because uh, I'm not a very good speaker and I don't have much to say. And uh, and speaking a lot hurts my throat. Um, but here I am, and it, it wasn't so bad. If you've listened to this long, man, bless you for that. I, I can't imagine it was that entertaining. It's just for all of you loyal listeners, it's kind of important information. So um, please stay tuned. Updates will be forthcoming. And, um, and please, if you're interested in helping out the show, that was the whole point of this episode, is uh, the show needs help, and anybody can do it. So uh, just send me an email. You can go to bestoftheleftpodcast.com. There's a link to email me uh, at the bottom, or you can email direct at hippiesympathizer at gmail.com. By the way, uh, in that um, blast from the past, I talked about hippiesympathizer.com. That actually is still active. Um, it has, it, uh, I, I own it, and it actually wasn't connected properly forever, uh, and so I, I did that today. So hopefully hippiesympathizer.com is, is back on the air, up and running it just goes to the best of left podcast.com. Nothing too exciting. I don't know why I didn't think to get the, the proper address right from the get go. You know, who, uh, who names their podcast one thing and, and then, uh, names the website something else. It doesn't make much sense to me. That's why I changed it. So here we go. Man, almost exactly an hour. I guess, um, I will get out of here and, uh, await the forthcoming uh, T tsunami of emails offering help. I know the T is silent. So to all of you, have a good day, a good week. Uh, I will do what I can to uh, to keep you up to date, and I'll be back and better than ever. I I'm I'm sure I'm sure it'll work out. Have a good one, everybody.